Welcome back to another episode of the Balance with Sam podcast. Thank you guys so much for being here. I'm really excited for this week's episode where it's just going to be me, solo, you and I, and I'm going to talk all about creating workouts for you and your goals. So to start, the first thing that I kind of want to go over is your workouts should be things that you enjoy. Now, I understand that not every exercise you're going to love and there's things that you're not good at. So by default, you're not going to want to do them, but you should generally enjoy the type of training that you're doing. Um, That means that you will need to experiment a little bit with the style that fits you best. Um, But as an overall guideline for you today, I'm going to give you kind of a comprehensive overview of my own training experience and then also what I found to give my clients the most success in hopes that it will help you as well. So first things first, we're going to look at the big picture overview. So your month view. Um, What I want you to do is if you're right now not following a program is think about, okay, how many days a week can you commit to the gym? And when you come up with this number, whether it be two, three, four, five, six, um, you want to make sure that that number you are 1 million percent sure of. So not like what what it's going to be like on a good week, what it's not going to be like on, you know, the week where you kick total ass, but a week that, you know, someone in the family is has an emergency and you have to go tend to it, your dog gets into an accident, like all these crazy things happen. How many workouts can you still get in in that week? And I'm not trying to be dramatic. I'm just trying to be realistic because often things pop up that you don't expect and we like to be optimistic about the amount of time that we can dedicate to exercise but I think that you guys all know it's really easy to you know overestimate that time so just being realistic with yourself. So for me personally I can dedicate usually between like five to six days to exercise. Um, I've been doing it for a long time so it's now become second nature to me but when I first started out I told myself that, or with my coach, we decided two days a week was going to be a great place to start. And I would recommend if you're a total beginner that that should be where you start to. Because as you've known, that habits aren't going to, you know, take shape in in a week. It's going to take time to build those up. And if you're not working out right now at all, don't expect to go from zero to 60, you know, in, in a week. You want to slowly ramp yourself up. The reason why that is is because if you if you set yourself up to do six workouts a week, you're currently not doing any per week and you mess up, you don't, you know, you don't do all those six workouts that week, what's going to happen? You're going to feel like a failure. And that's not how you're going to make progress because you're going to feel bad about it and then you're not even going to want to put in effort in the first place. So the first thing is really just getting realistic about how much time you can dedicate. Um, and I would say anywhere between two to six days is great. Uh, you definitely want to have a full rest day. And I would say if you can work out one day a week, then you can definitely work out two days. These workouts don't need to be long. Um, I would say give yourself a minimum of 30 minutes, but you can definitely carve out 30 minutes twice a day. Um, you know, I'm sure you spent that much time on Instagram already today. So that being said, Um, Once you determine your workout frequency, that will determine the way that you structure your workouts. So if you are working out two or three times a week, I would recommend doing full body days every time you go into the gym. 
And the reason why that is, is because if you only do upper body one day and then lower body one day, you're only working those muscle groups once per week. And that is not optimal to see a strength increase and just body body composition increase and, and changes. So I would recommend if you are working out in the gym two to three times per week that all those workouts be total body workouts. And that will allow you to hit your arms and your legs, upper body and lower body and core every time you work out. And the more you practice something, the better you're going to get at it. So if you get a chance to practice your push-ups twice a week rather than once a week, you're going to get better at those push-ups twice as fast. So think of it that way rather than just going into the gym saying, oh, today's going to be my upper body day or today's going to be my lower body day. If you're only training two to three times a week, definitely full body workouts. Um, Now, if you're training four days a week, I would recommend doing an upper lower split. So you do upper body on one day, lower body the next day, take a rest day or two rest days, and then repeat the cycle upper lower. Um, So you'll have a total of four workouts. Now within those four workouts, you know, you can structure them however you like, and I can I can go into further detail in another podcast, um, but you want to make sure that you are hitting muscle groups multiple times a week, just like people that are doing two or three days a week. So for your upper lower split, uh, maybe you, you do some squats and some deadlifts on both days, but maybe day one would be a higher rep range for squat and a lower rep range for deadlift. And maybe on day two for, for lower body, you would have a lower rep range for squat and a higher rep range for deadlift. So you're getting you're, you're doing both exercises both days, but one would be working strength, which is the lower reps, and one would be working hypertrophy, which is gaining muscle on the other days. So building in a plan that you can see that's well-rounded I'm just kind of giving you guys some ideas for what that could look like. Um, And then if you are training five to six days a week, I would actually recommend the same thing um, as the four days a week and hitting it, you know, upper, lower, upper, lower. I found most optimal results in splitting up your training, upper, lower, upper, lower, and then using those other two days either to work on accessory work, which I'll go into a little bit, um, core or just doing like metabolic conditioning workouts um, or cardio. So a lot of my clients work out anywhere between like two to, you know, maybe five times a week. Um, And for anyone that's working out four, five, or six days a week, I will only have them lift four days a week. And that's really because it it does take your body some time to recover. So giving yourself a chance to recover and rest is going to be key. And then allowing them to do more metabolic work where they're working on their cardiovascular health um, or just doing cardio on its own, like running or rowing, um, Stairmaster, whatever they like to do. Uh, I don't know who likes a Stairmaster. Those people are crazy. Um, (laughs) But, you know, doing whatever that cardio is that you like is going to just be nice for you mentally as like a nice mental relief you know, sometimes it's to increase cardio output and sometimes it's just to, you know, give yourself a chance to breathe and have some time for you. So I would say if you're working out four, five, or six times a week, that an upper-lower split is probably optimal and incorporating however many days of cardio you want. Um, and that's going to totally depend on your goals, the amount of time you have to train, your, um, you know, just your overall energy and really what you like to do because at the end of the day 
you have to like your workouts. Um, you know, they might suck in the moment, but you should you should enjoy them because that's what's going to keep you coming back and keep being consistent and doing them over and over and over again as they change and as your goals change. Uh, the important part of all of this is consistency. And, you know, if you're... If you're in the gym, you're working out two days a week, and then you decide, all right, I'm going to go to three days, and then I'm going to go to four days, and then life gets crazy, and maybe you have a baby, or, you know, something something in your life changes, you get a new job, and you can no longer do those four workouts a week that you had built yourself up to, and you keep missing workouts, and you're inconsistent, um, that's not going to feel good, and it's also not going to be the most optimal for you. So, when a, when a change happens in your life, just making sure that you reevaluate your current plan and make sure that it's still in line with your goals. Um, and that's the topic that I want to cover next is making sure that what you're doing is is because it works for you and with you and with your goals and not because you're copying some someone on Instagram doing what their workouts are. Um, there's, you know, there's beauty in the fact that you can learn from other people online or use YouTube or all those things, but their goals might be totally different from your goals. And if you are, you know, scrolling through Instagram and you see someone doing this crazy move and you want to try it, like that's great and all, but you have to think big picture. Like, is this actually aligning with my goals? Is this really what, like what I should be doing for the, the results that I want to achieve? Um, and sometimes it's, you know, it's sacrificing the immediate satisfaction for the long-term payoff. And I think that that is something that we all struggle with. Just, you know, wanting to do all these different crazy new things or wanting to change from workout plan to workout plan. But in reality, if you just stick to something for like, if you stick to a plan for four to six weeks, you're going to see so much more progress than if you just hop around from program to program or just half-ass or like wing your workouts, um, you go into the gym without a plan, that's probably the biggest mistake that you can make. And it's the biggest mistake that I've made in my past is not having a plan, going into the gym, you know, consistently, but not really following a plan. Uh, It's a sure way to, one, get injured, two, not get strong uh, in an efficient way, and three, just not be, you know, not be as consistent. If you know exactly what you're doing for that week, you're going to feel good about it. You're going to feel in control. And really, that's what we want. We want to feel in control and we want to feel good. And so if you go into the gym telling yourself, okay, like I can do four days a week and you know you're going to have an upper, a lower, an upper, a lower workout and you get them done, you're going to feel like a total badass. Uh, and that's because you set yourself up in a way that is in line with your goals, in line with what you can do. And you're not trying to kid yourself. Like, you're just being super real with yourself. So that's the first thing that you guys want to do is just really sit down and think about how much time you can commit, what's realistic for you, and what do you like to do? And then build those things into your workout. Um, Now, obviously, having a coach is going to help you do that a lot more efficiently because we all have experience creating workout plans and programming appropriately and getting you strong as fast as possible. Um, but you can try it on your own. You know, I did it on my own for a lot of years. I made a lot of mistakes, but I still did it. You know, I still got in the gym. I still changed my body, but it just took a lot longer. Um, but you can totally do it. And so I encourage you to try it uh, before hiring coach. Like it's, it's actually a good learning experiment. experiment. 
And so I would say, you know, go for it. And then if you find that you want some more structure and you want to jump ahead, then hell yeah, hire a coach. You'll bypass so many, so many years of mistakes and um, just, you know, learning. The learning curve will be a lot faster for you. Um, So the last few things that I wanted to touch upon are the importance of cardio and the importance of abs in your workout routines. So typically how I will structure my workouts is, and I actually went over this post today on my Instagram, so I'll put a link to that um, below the podcast. But what I will do for my workouts is I'll warm up usually five to 10 minutes. Um, With that warm up, I'll include a some type of cardio typically, whether it be a walk or a jog or maybe I'll hop in the rowing machine. Really just, it's just, it's not to like kill myself or burn myself out. It's really to just warm up my body temperature and, you know, just get my muscles moving because I work out in the mornings. So my body is pretty, you know, like I just got out of bed. I'm still like, oh, I'm still half asleep. So the cardio just kind of like wakes me up a little bit. Um, And usually I will do five minutes of cardio and then I'll do like five minutes of uh, mobilization or activation work. So I think you probably see in my stories on Instagram a lot. I use a hip circle um, by Mark Bell. It's like a big, thick fabric resistance band. I'll put that above my knees and I'll do some lateral walks. I'll I'll do some glute activation work. Um, I'll do some warm up for my upper body, maybe some banded work. And that will just get my muscles ready to lift the weights that I'm going to lift so that I don't get injured. And it's it's just getting you um, primed neurally, which means that your body is getting ready to perform those exercises. So don't neglect your warm-up. It's actually really important to keeping you injury-free and to helping you relearn or, or learn and just really ingrain movement patterns into your body. Um, so then that'll be about five to 10 minutes. The next part is the big movements, and these are called compound lifts. What makes a move a compound lift is that it is a multi-joint exercise. So typical um, or some samples of these exercises are squats, deadlifts, hip thrusts, pull-ups, bench press, um, rows, all these things. They're big movements. They require you to move a lot more weight, um, and that is essentially why they should be the priority and main focus of your workout. I would say on average, you would want to include one to two of these depending on your experience level. Um, Beginners, I would say include one and make that your quote unquote like bread and butter um, and then have exercises to complement that or that don't, you know, that are totally not even relevant to the squat. Maybe it's like um, a bench press or something or a dumbbell press or a shoulder press that's not even relevant to that squat. But making sure that you have at least one of those big movements in every one of your workouts. And that is going to ensure that, you know, you're getting the most bang for your buck. These exercises are going to allow you to move a lot of weight um, because, you know, you're using a lot more muscles in these movements. So whenever I work out, almost every single workout that I do uh, will include, you know, I'm at the point where now... Every one of my workouts will probably include two of these main uh, movements and sometimes even three, but mostly two. Um, But for all of my clients, I would say that they generally do one to two of them per workout and that is adequate training um, for them. You don't want to overtrain, obviously, so you want to make sure that you're just picking just enough and I would say one to two is a great place to start. 
Um, so after that main movement, that's going to be the, the first thing that you do after the warm-up, um, will be your accessory work. And those accessories, it really just means like supplemental uh, pieces of the workout to complement your strength training. So this will probably be anywhere between three to six to eight moves um, that will be in like the, you know, probably do about three to five sets of these, depending on experience level once again. Um, between, you know, eight to about 20 reps. And it's going to totally de- depend on your training history, your experience, um, and what your goals are. So I typically, I can kind of walk you through what some accessories will look like for me. I will typically do some mid-range um, work. So say I'm doing a lower body day, kind of run you through what that would look like. Maybe I warm up, I do some glute activation, I do um, a set of heavy squats, maybe four sets of five squats, and then I will do some lighter deadlifts. Uh, Maybe I'll do some Romanian deadlifts, so I'm hitting my hamstrings, and I'll do maybe, I don't know, three to four sets of six to eight, and then I'll start working on some accessories. So if I'm sticking to my lower body day, because I personally train four days a week, I lift weights four days a week, maybe some of those accessories would be, um, you know, some split squats or some Bulgarian split squats or lunges or step-ups, um, anything with cables, um, clamshells, some banded work. But pretty much how I think, how I like to think of it is move in through the workout in the order of how heavy things are. So my squat, obviously, I'm going to be able to squat with weight on my back a lot more than I would be able to um, do with step-ups. So maybe my step-ups, I'm holding dumbbells by my sides. I would only say I'm holding 20-pound dumbbells, which, you know, those are pretty heavy dumbbells, but that's only 40 pounds moving. Say I'm squatting, I have at least 100 pounds on my back, depending on the day, right? So I want to prioritize the movements that allow me to move the most weight because that is going to give you the biggest payoff in the long run. So if you get into the gym and you have a longer um, a longer workout, like you have more time, then you can do more accessories. If you have a shorter workout, then you can do less. Uh, but really what's, what's most important is that those big compound movements, the squat, the deadlift, the hip thrust, the bench press, pull-ups, and really prioritize those. And then the accessories are the things that are going to make you stronger, work on cardio um, endurance, muscular endurance, and, you know, complement the rest of your workout and give you the most bang for your buck as a support. So you don't want to focus on accessories. That's why they're called accessories. Um, They are going to complement the workout. They're not, they shouldn't be the main uh, movement. So after you do those, I would I act, I tend to usually do them in like circuits, so like supersets, and that's just because I want to save time. So I'll usually do like um, you know a step up, and then I will do a lunge, and I'll go back and forth be- between those two things maybe three to four times, and that's honestly just to save time. Um, I find that I don't want to be in the gym for any longer than I really need to be, so getting it done that way is a great option. So after I finish all my accessories, I've had my warm up, I've done my big moves, I've done my accessories, and now it's off to finish the workout. So there's a lot of options here and it's totally dependent on what you have time for. Um, You can do a short timed strength circuit where you pick like two to three exercises and you kind of run through them as fast as possible with minimal rest. This is just going to help you like burn you out um, and work those muscles one last time before you leave the gym. 
Uh, you could do a quick high intensity like cardio. So maybe you do like three to four rounds on the rowing machine. You do like 30 seconds of really intense rowing, maybe 30 seconds to 60 seconds of slower rowing, something like that. And that's just to kind of burn you out cardiovascularly. You could also do some power movements like some box jumps, ball slams, wall ball squats, um, pushing the sled, flipping a tire, whatever you have access to um, or whatever you just like want to have fun with. And um, lastly would be foam rolling and stretching. And this is a non-negotiable. So a lot of people think that they stretch and foam roll a lot, but in actuality, we don't stretch nearly as much as we need to. So making sure that you build in at least five minutes of stretching and foam rolling. And that is so that you stay injury-free and that you stretch those muscles and lengthen those muscles back to their original length. So when you work out, you're contracting your muscle, you're shortening the muscle. And if you never stretch, you're never really getting your muscle back to its regular length, its normal length. So stretching is going to be super important to just giving you longevity in the gym, keeping you injury-free, and just keeping your body feeling good and not like tight because you don't the worst thing ever is when you wake up and you're like oh like you feel like a dead bug and you're just like all squished and you you can't even extend your arms out because you're so sore and you just feel super tight like that's never fun so really prioritizing your foam rolling and your stretching at the end of your workouts is going to keep you happy is going to keep you you know wanting to go back to the gym and not prevent you from um, working out because you're so sore so stretching and foam rolling is key say five to ten minutes of that will definitely be enough you can always do more um or you know include yoga in some of your um some of your workouts for the week and that will just give you an extra you know 30 45 minutes of stretching that you wouldn't normally get and someone will be guiding you through that so for me i've been doing that myself i've been adding in one to two yoga classes a week and that's because exactly what i just talked about i typically tend to say oh yeah i stretched And I stretch, sure, but it's really not as much as I need to. I am really good at uh, working out and not so good at recovering. So because I know that about myself, I will purposely go to yoga so that I'm forced to stretch. And I never regret it. I always feel so good after. So making sure that that's part of your routine is going to keep you happy, keep your body feeling good. Um, So that's pretty much like how I structure my week and my daily workouts. And I wanted to just go over that a little bit because there's a lot of things out there that are telling you, do this, do that, do this. Um, I've gone through phases, all different types of training. I used to do, I started out working out and I did P90X, which I actually despised because it was all plyometrics. Um, then I did Kayla Itsine's uh, beach body workouts, which once again were plyometric, but I saw these progress photos and I was like, oh man, I really want to look like them. Uh, did that, hated it to be honest. Um, and then that's where I found weightlifting and that's when I was hooked. Like I love the idea of getting stronger, seeing myself get stronger by putting more weight on the bar or lifting a heavier dumbbell. And that to me, like when I knew that that was what I wanted to do, I just kind of went for it. I was like, this is it. Like this makes me feel so good. It's empowering and all this, you know, just a wonderful, wonderful stuff in the moment, obviously it's hard. It sucks. But after like, you just feel, you feel so good. So then I, you know, I started lifting weights and I realized how important it was for me to get stronger, um, you know, in the gym and also just like functionally outside. 
So that's when I started lifting weights. And, you know, throughout my own experience and throughout my own time in the gym, I've gone through different phases of lifting, whether it be more bodybuilding style, um, which is what I kind of just talked to you guys about. And then I went through a phase of powerlifting where I was really training for max strength. Um, so I was not doing a lot of volume. I was not doing like high reps, um, like, you know, anywhere over 10 reps I was not doing, I was doing very low reps, taking a lot of rest, focusing on strength. Um, and now I'm kind of back in the land of, of doing it all. So I, you know, I want to be strong, but I also want to be, you know, I also want to look good and feel good. And I like, I like getting a sweat on. Um, so having a, having a compliment to my training where I'm working on strength and working on muscle hypertrophy, which is muscle growth, um, while shedding fat is, is, you know, the way that I personally love to train and, you know, usually finishing off with some type of little metabolic circuit or doing some cardio throughout the week. It's just going to help me feel well-rounded like an athlete. And, um, that's only been very recent that that's kind of, uh, arrived to me and that I, I've discovered that what I've loved based on all the things that I didn't like to do. So you heard me talk about the fact that I didn't like P90X. I didn't like Kayla Cenas's program. And if I didn't do those things, I wouldn't have realized that. So feel free to experiment and test out the waters because, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be trial and error totally. And at some points you're going to really love your training and at some points you're not. And so that's when it's okay to switch it up, you know, but I would say overall, generally, Figure out how many days a week that you can work out, make a game plan based on that amount of days, and just be consistent. Because at the end of the day, if you are consistent, you will see progress. And if you see, if you see those, that progress, you're going to be motivated. And that motivation is going to keep you going. Um, even in those times where you're not super motivated, it's just going to be a habit. And that, at the end of the day, is what's going to keep you going. So I really hope this episode helped you guys. I wanted to keep it short and sweet, but give you as much info as possible. If you have any questions, you know where to find me, Salty Lifts on Instagram or www.balancewithsam.com. And I'd love for you to give me feedback on this episode. If you want to head over to iTunes, give me a review, give me five stars if you like it. Um, and always feel free to reach out, give me, uh, comp, you know, give me some comments and some feedback. Let me know what you want to hear more about. Let me know what you hate. Uh, and, you know, give, me, give it all to me because that's what's going to make this podcast even better. So thanks again, guys. I hope you have a great day and catch you next week.